Welcome to Hope in the Margins, a podcast for Hope Community Church that is seeking to help you connect the hope of Jesus with your everyday life in the margins. I'm Chandler Young, and I'm joined alongside co-host Caleb Blanton. And today, actually, I'm going to be interviewing and talking with Caleb Blanton, our worship pastor, about some of the songs that have been written through Hope Community Church, some of the worship leaders and pastors and, and people that have come and gone Uh, but that are still family. And so this segment that we're doing is called Behind the Music, and it is a segment in which we get to hear uh, song stories, how songs were written, the meaning behind the lyrics, and kind of what they've meant to our church family and what they will mean in the future. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Today we're really going to focus on the first one, I think. Isn't it the first one? Yeah. Yeah. First song, it's called Nothing But... And so this song has been, man, like when you guys wrote it and I listened to it, I was like, this is pretty good. It's not bad, <laughs> so to be honest. But then when I was here and I was on staff and I remember the first Sunday that I heard you sing this with our people in the room, it was just that much more powerful. And the words were were really bone chilling mm-hmm. to some extent and just gave me chills and Um, So why don't you just tell us a little bit about this song, kind of when it was written, why it was written, how? Well, the chorus says, Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Uh, So we wrote that 1876. (laughs) That's right. No, so um, the song started out. Actually, okay, so this is, let me give a little bit of backstory. So probably two months prior to the the beginning stage of this even sounding or becoming a song at all, I had went into a room by myself in the in the church office and um, got my guitar, and I was just like, I've got to do something today productive for my soul and my, my worship, kind of uh, my personal worship. And I uh, just had this idea. I was like, you know what? Hymns have already been written. They're easy. They're already, well, they're, not necessarily easy, but there are chords that exist and we can sing songs. Well, this could be our first step into recording a song as a worship team or whatever. So I wrote down in my journal and, uh, you know, a list of songs. And then, but in that moment, I sang nothing but the blood of Jesus, just the, uh, the, the verses in the chorus. Um, this is all my hope and peace, nothing but the blood of Jesus, you know, and I didn't really think anything about it. So fast forward a couple months, the last Sunday of December 2018, which I don't remember the date exactly, but we're having communion. And during the kind of instrumental piece of that, I remember uh, my friend Jansen uh, Cranford was leading worship. He turns around, he's, he says, I, I got this little lyric in my head. Can I sing it? I'm like, I don't care, please, you know. And he starts singing, I'm unworthy of this perfect love. He sings that a couple times. I'm unworthy of this perfect love. And then he adds something to it. Um, <clears throat> sorry, got a frog in my throat. He said, I'm unworthy of this perfect love. You rescued me and bought me with your precious blood. He just kept <clears throat> kept singing that. And um, I'm like, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Like it mm-hmm. rhymes and it flows. And um, it was working with the chord progression we were just playing instrumentally. And uh, after church, I think we uh, got out a phone and recorded that real quick. It was like, hey, that's, that's a really cool, catchy thing. Uh, maybe it could turn into something one day. 
Well, like two or three days later, I'm like singing that and I added a little piece to it. And I'm like, send it to him. Like, what do you think about this? Sends it, sends back another idea. Kind of goes back and forth. On Dece- on a, a December 31st was New Year's Eve. And then January 1st, New Year's Day 2019, we had this song, like these verses written. So um, I still remember the part that says, uh, uh, a great divide between us I could never cross. Like that one was like, hey, how can we say this? Like we want to say um, Jesus crossed the gap of, you know, where we are in our sin and where he is in his perfection. He crossed this this gap or this this chasm or whatever. And so I remember us talking and discussing that with, with Skip, actually, and we came up with that line. And I don't know, I just remember that feeling like this song is complete. But what's funny is like we had like eight verses, and so we mm-hmm. had to kind of trim it down after that. But <clears throat> so shortly after that, we um, were trying to like, I don't know, put a bow on it. And so we wrote the, the little bridge there. No more guilt and shame. Forever we're changed. Our sins are washed away. All our stains made white from death brought to life. Your blood has won the fight. Mm-hmm. And um, when that happened and we we had like the chords and the little um, dun, 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 dun. It was like, well, that's actually complete. So I, I like text the people in the band um, the week that happened, and it happened to be January the 20th. That's the first day we ever sang a song that was written from our own worship team. So mm-hmm. that's a really cool date, but a really cool um, just it happened really quick, you know, within within three weeks or so. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where it began um, with Jansen spontaneously singing that yeah. in com- in a communion moment, and then mm. it, um, it it wrote itself almost. Plus, it was easy because we had that chorus, yeah, that you already written. Yeah, we wrote it, you know, last century. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, mm. that's awesome, man. Yeah, what are some things like you, you're hoping that our people will get from it, or something that they'll kind of <clears throat> resonate with them? Well, so I think in the second verse, it basically paints the picture of our us and our despair. And if people start to realize that without Jesus, we're hopeless, and we have no, there's nothing we can do, no action or no, um, let's say no act of kindness or anything productive that we could do could ever get us to heaven alone. Mm. You know, it takes Jesus, and so... I hope that that it connects, you know, and we say a great divide between us that I could never cross. The next line says, but then you came rushing in, mm. you know, yeah, and sure. uh, believing that, that, that it was only something Jesus did, not something that we could ever do. Uh, you came rushing in, you pardoned all my sin in your freedom. I refused to feel my shame again. Like if that's the, um, that's a salvation moment, you know. Right. When you finally realize that and can um, walk in that that belief mm. that that's what Jesus has done for us. So I think that one, and then you know the rest of the song really just paints the picture of of Jesus's sacrifice for us and the blood he shed. So yeah, it's good. That's been super cool for me. Just as we've kind of been discussing this idea behind the music is hearing these stories behind these songs that we've been singing for I guess the last couple of years now mm. and that I, I think it's going to be super special for our people that are listening because 
I think we sing them on Sunday, and they're super powerful. But when you get to know the heart behind it, the story behind it, um, that it wasn't just staff that helped write these songs yeah. either. That's super cool as well. I'd love to get Jansen on here. For sure, yeah. He's great. Yeah, so that's super cool. So Caleb, tell us a little bit about this other song, No Hold On Me. Yeah, so uh, you just heard a little bit about the song Nothing But. Interesting thing is uh, that song was debuted on Easter, and then uh, No Hold On Me was a song that we debuted this past Easter, Easter 2020. Hmm. Um, and so I, I... Which was online. Yes. Was it? Yes. Yeah, all Pandemic. online. Wow. Yeah, so so we sang that. Um, Austin and I and Ashley Kernicki, another worship leader, is part of our church. And um, the song is special to me because um, it, it was a it, it was a long work in progress. It it took quite a while to write, and I don't remember exactly the origin of it. Um, but I wrote this song with a friend. Uh, Jansen Cranford, who you heard about in uh, Nothing But, the, the story behind it. And I'm pretty sure we had this uh, chorus idea. And I'm not sure the original lyrics, but, you know, it evolved into hallelujah, death is defeated. Just this idea that that's, um, that we were seeing victory over death. Right. And uh, so I, I remember going over to Jansen's house one, it was like a Saturday, it was some, some day when we were both able to, to get together and and we uh, we started working on this this chorus and Hallelujah, death is defeated. I think the original lyrics were, "All my sin was left in the tomb," just to mm. just to talk about how Jesus walked out the, out of the grave and left all of the sin and all of the mess behind, and wanted to capture that and figure out how to sing that. And it just wasn't. It didn't really. It's like it wasn't a natural thing, like the way it's it sounded, the words themselves put together poetically, I guess. And so it evolved a little bit, and you know, it came out. Hallelujah, death is defeated. The power of sin was left in that tomb. Hmm. Um, and you know, the next the next phrase kind of is natural. Jesus, our Savior, is risen, and it sings very well with uh, Hallelujah, death is defeated. And then that closing line. I remember Jansen and I were talking about uh, the, cl the the closing line of the chorus says, "He purchased our freedom; the price was his wounds." And we were talking about Isaiah fifty three, uh, and it says that the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And we kept trying to to work on this idea of uh, his punishment was our peace, and how that sort of juxtaposition, I guess, um, mm. or just that those the way the way you know there's something bad on Jesus and there's something good for us like just just that line alone in scripture is really cool so we wanted to get that in there and um and it was hard it was hard to you know you got to maneuver the words just right get it in there but uh we landed on this he purchased our freedom and the price was his wounds and uh you know peace and freedom go together that's kind of was the idea there and so um with saying death has no hold on me uh, we're, we're victorious over death because of Jesus. And it's nothing that we've done of ourselves, but 
but it is the gift of grace, you know? Right. And so um, because we had already looked at Isaiah 53, that's kind of where the verses came from um, a little bit. And I had this idea written in one of the notes in my phone, uh, I think. So like, so sometimes in the mornings I'll be like, okay, I need to practice my songwriting muscle or work it out, you know? Right. And, um, and so I'd written these four lines that, that had like an A, B, A, B rhyme scheme a little bit. And I really liked the, the way that the word um, slaughter and altar could rhyme. And so it was like cha- a challenge to me to figure out how to, how to make, uh, how to fit that in there. And so, you know, the verse came out to be like a lamb led to the slaughter, which is out of Isaiah there, 53. Mm-hmm. Like a lamb led to the slaughter, our king laid down his life. On a hill, the cross, an altar, Christ, the sacrifice, and so um, that was kind of a, that's kind of where that verse came from, more out of a getting words to fit together and all that, and then just working through more verses. Second verse says, "In the grave they laid our Savior, and the soldiers sealed the stone." And I remember when we were working on that line, uh, Skip actually had come in, and we were talking about how it's less about the 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 way that the stone was sealed over the hole, but that the, uh, that the king put his seal on it and then had right. guards stand, stand there, you know? And so, yeah, the, the, stone was, or the, the tomb was sealed with the stone, but the stone was sealed itself. You know, it was, it was stamped with this. The king put, put Jesus there, essentially, in, yeah. a, in a sense, you know? Yeah. Uh, I got an interesting yeah, thought with yeah, that. Like, say it. I think for me... This song so beautifully represents the gospel, as we're talking about, um, that Christ has defeated sin, death, and the grave. He's defeated death. And and in that, like you talking about the king's sealing, like I was just picturing in my mind that like there's a crowning that's happening at the cross. That like it mm. is mm. Jesus, like a taking upon the sin of the world, and he's being crowned in that moment as the king of the universe, the hmm. king of the world, the king of all kings. Yeah. And like even as you say that about the tomb, it makes me think of that that this it's a it's a crowning that's happening at the cross. Hmm. And that like he's ruling and reigning and still is today, yeah. ruling and reigning victoriously hmm. and that we get to live into that victory and from that victory. And I think that song so powerfully uh, expresses that, communicates that. Yeah. For us to know that um, in life there's obviously storms and hard times, but that there's no hold on me yeah. uh, because I'm fighting, I'm living from that victory, as you've talked about, that my wounds, um, the things that I deserved, yeah. the wounds right, that I right. deserved right. Um, right. were taken for me. Yeah, and, and I think, too, I mean, uh, it's not necessarily straightforward in the song. Like, it's not just said outright, but I think it's important for us that when we sing this and when we sing any song that talks about what, what Christ has done for us and the, and the sacrifice that, that, he, that He became, uh, that we not only believe that, that that's the truth, but we also uh, start at living like it and acting right. like it, like we're free. You know, we'll sing this, uh, we're free forever, we're free, death has no hold on me. Well, I, th- I think it's time that that we also act like that, and then that puts sin into a totally different perspective. Right. We don't see it as, as this, uh, this battle necessarily, because we believe and we understand the battle's won. Well, we're fighting 
from the victory, you know? Mm. Yeah, and so I, sure. I think that's kind of the, how the song, uh, or in, in a way that's what it encapsulates. Yeah. Just when you simply sing that, those words, I'm free. Mm. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite verses, Exodus 14, 14. Mm. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. Mm. And just like that is the gospel, you know, that he fought for me, that he took my place, that Jesus fought a fight um, that I could not fight for myself. And I just think it, it powerfully um, shows the, the stillness, the standing in, in submission and surrender of saying, he's fighting for me. Um, I'm free in him. Uh, Romans 8, I have no condemnation yeah. now because of him. I love that that's communicated in that song. I think it's a powerful, really it's like an anthem for our church, I would say. And I'm excited. I would assume we're singing it on Easter again. Yeah, yeah. And so um, maybe this airs after that, but what an exciting <laughs> thing that we get to celebrate in, in that together, knowing that there's there's no hold on me. The last thing I'll mention about, about the song is uh, the bridge was actually something that was written nearly 10 years ago. Mm. So I love writing songs. It's a passion of mine, but... Um, you know, you, you start somewhere, and I've written a lot of things that weren't good by the world <laughs> standards, you know, like as far as um, whether it's a good song or not, you know, you, you, can, you can rate it, but, but this bridge has kind of always stood around, that hell is beaten, sin is defeated, we're found in his freedom, you know, and then the last part that says, where are the shackles, where is the sting, death has been swallowed up in victory, and that just comes out of 1 Corinthians 15. Um, which I think is a really cool uh, chapter and just the way Paul's wrapping up that book or that letter to the Corinthians. Um, it's such a, such a cool thing to sing, to sing about. You know, this song altogether, though, it uh, starts off with talking about a lamb led to the slaughter. It's pretty graphic, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, the, where are the shackles, where's the sting? Death has been swallowed up in victory. Like, the cross wasn't just some some event that happened that's you know it's just whatever it's it's just the cross like it no it was it was a major thing and it was violent and uh, it's an instrument of death i mean yeah i mean jesus would have seen crosses like 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 that image for me they probably didn't wear them around their neck (laughs) most definitely not yeah that like he would have seen crucifixions happen he would have known one day i'm going to die for the sins of the world on that thing, and yeah. it's going to be brutal, mm. but it's going to be beautiful at the same time right, because there's right. a crowning and because oh, I yeah. know that in three days I will. Yeah, and you know, that's that's, powerful. that's one of my favorite things that uh, uh, I've heard a pastor say is that if if a man tells you that he's going to die and then raise himself from the dead three days later and then pulls it off, <laughs> you better believe in him. That's right. And mm-hmm. so, uh, man, praise the Lord that that's the God we believe in. Yeah. That's so good. So, yeah, guys, if you're listening to this, um, if you would like to see the lyrics to this song and like to pray over it, meditate over it, we will put it in the show notes along with some of the scripture that we've talked about. We just encourage you and challenge you to go and to listen um, to the song or to read over the lyrics at least, pray through it, and also read the scripture that we've talked about, that these are powerful truths that are for us every single day in our life and in the margins of our day as well as we're coming or as we're going. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're super excited that we get to 
do this together. We're free.